and welcome to round three. The show where we ask the really tough questions like, why is it called cargo on a ship but shipment in a car? I'm Derek Russell. Steve Glosson. Steve? Hey everyone, thanks for bearing with us this past, or last week. It's, um... What happened last week? Well, we just weren't on. We weren't? No, and and that's my fault. Who the hell was I talking to? I... I don't know, but nothing went out. That's yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all my fault. No, there was a, there was about a yeah, there was about a three week spike in there where I just got to be so busy, and it seemed like every day there was something, 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 and I just could I couldn't really find time to do anything extracurricular. Well, dude, so, my my. Everybody's listening to me like, why does Derek's audio sound so terrible? My mixer blew up. Yeah, right in your so face. I apologize. So not only does Derek's audio sound terrible, his face is scarred like that of a supervillain or a Dick Tracy gangster. I do, I do look like a Bond villain. No, I, but I um, this is same. This is the very first mixer I, I started using it the first time we ever recorded Shoe. So it's kind of sad. It's been with me right. this whole time. But that well, was always something you, I really wanted to strive for in podcasting was just professional sounding audio because it's something I really care about. I hate it when you hear crap in the background and you can hear all, all this other stuff going on and there's all this right, right, you know, right, this noise and I've always just I hate I don't want to waste my time by listening to something echo. Like that. Echo is a problem. Echo is a major problem. <laughs> so I just didn't want to waste my time with stuff sound like that. But I guess this week I'm just gonna have to bear with it because. Uh, well, you want me to make you sound better? <laughs> What's so funny? We should fight crime. Echo and crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn that off before I forget. No, it's fine. It sounds pretty... I'm on Skype, so I can actually hear you when you do it now. So Guilty. And it also sucks because now it actually doesn't sound like we're in the same room together. So all our, That's true. All our That's magical, true. mystical secrets are out the window. We well, recorded, they were out the window we a long time the ago. Same time? They're not in the same room. <laughs> we actually do use two cups and a string all the way from Georgia and Mississippi. Actually, what we do is 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 one of us just starts talking and puts random pauses in the conversation, <laughs> and then the other one has to come back in and fill in later on. We have tried to do that one time. Before. Uh, yes, <laughs> it did not work out well. Nope, nope. But that was also because of a mechanical failure. It was probably because of some of this crap. It was. <laughs> Steve was like, I'll just go back and react everything to what you said. <laughs> like a week later. We should spin the wheel. <laughs> just do it up. Yes, but uh, but suffice to say, we we missed out on a week, which is something we didn't want to do. Hey, hey yeah. Derek, are you okay to spin the wheel? I'm fine, why? Well, because I know you'd been sick. A little oh, bit. Oh yeah, there. I'm a little sick. <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it would have been bad because if we had recorded last week, I had food poisoning or stomach virus or something going on, and it would have that would have been fun. I landed on two. Number two is uh, the Oscars. Well, this would have made a whole lot more sense a week ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we we kind of carried over some topics, but it has only been a week, so let's discuss right. last Monday's uh, Academy Awards. Or last Sunday's even. Last um, Sunday, yes. Well, uh, Derek, I got to say right out of the gate mm-hmm. in talking about the Oscars that I am so glad that Avatar did not win Best Picture or Best Director. Did, you just didn't want to hear Academy Award winning 
Avatar. Well, we've already. I mean, look, we know that James Cameron is a phenomenal filmmaker, yes. and we know that Avatar, uh, technology-wise, set the bar, you know, for for sci-fi and fantasy films to come, um, and Joel Schumacher films to come. But <laughs> Bad I just. I just didn't think it was Oscar-worthy material. And and I've kind of, and, and through all this, I, through all the hype for Avatar, I've really realized how much of a pompous jerk James Cameron can kind of be. And um, and I was really ecstatic to find out that his, his ex-wife was the one who won Best Director and her picture won Best Picture. So Catherine that gave Bigelow. me a certain sense of glee. Yes, Catherine Bigelow, who directed uh, The Hurt Locker. Yes, best picture. Yes, so the uh, the other thing that there were two other things that kind of bothered me out of the Oscars, though. Um, a lot of people are talking about how the show quality wasn't there so long and everything. I expect the Oscars to go long, and when people get up and they're making their speeches, I don't care who they are. I really appreciate the fact they're getting up and they really are honored. They won this thing because I always feel like I'm getting to sit in on a party that I would never be invited to. Right, right. You know, and and you kind of and it's at the Oscars where you really sense the camaraderie between all of these people in the business, and I enjoy that kind of stuff. What I did not enjoy was, as they were going to commercial one time, the, the lady who does like the the bumpers or whatever you want to call them, she was like, coming up, best director, will it be the first woman ever, the first African-American ever, or Quentin Tarantino, James Cameron, or someone else? I forget who the other person <laughs> Or these other and guys. I, and I was, like, I was like, I understand that it would be, you know, in movie history, historic for an African-American to win for best Oscar, and I understand it, it would be historic for a woman to win. However, you just completely – will it be the first woman, the first African-American, or some poor sap that happens to be a white guy? <laughs> Sucks the way like, you were born. <laughs> right. It's like you just completely cheapened everything they put into their work to do. The other it's thing fun. was hey, – you, you could be Academy Award winning director Catherine Bigelow, first female, or Quentin Tarantino. He did right. some film exactly. with people who died. Hmm. I don't know. Or the guy who did Pulp Fiction. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, well. I really do want the commentator to actually communicate with the audience. Or the guy who did Pulp Fiction. You remember that well, one? You remember right. Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yes. Well, then Barbara Streisand got up. She's like, "This, it's our time. It's our time. I'm like, it's your time. What? Your time passed a long time ago, Barb. I didn't understand why she was even there. Why was she there? <laughs> I, because she's Barbara. The other thing that really bothered me was Oprah. in the documentary in Oprah. <laughs> no, Oprah didn't bother well, me so much. Well, she did me. Well, I, you know, I'm going to tell you something. When they brought out, like, when they do the thing to, to talk about, the different people talk about the the best actress or best actor uh, nominees. Right, right. Now, see, I'm, I think I'm kind of alone in that I really dig that. I do, too. Steve, I really and, like that. I just didn't like Oprah. Right, I agree. Her and the woman who and the one who spoke about Jeff Bridges, like she was the first one to talk when they were doing the best actor, mm-hmm. she knocked it out of the park. And no one gave any of those other people as great a uh, an honor as what she did for him. I mean, like she brought Bridges to tears. Yeah, and uh, you know, and so and I love Jeff Bridges. I think he's awesome. So, but the other thing that bothered me was in the documentary category. Um, Fisher you Stevens? had Doc. No, 
Fisher Stevens didn't bother me at all. Fisher Stevens had, should never bother you, sir. <laughs> you, you had you had documentaries about um, the, the the atrocities in Burma, where someone literally was putting their life on the line to film what was going on there in Burma or Myanmar. But it'll always be Burma to me. Um, you you had something about down in Central America. You had some. Other, you had all of these documentaries about humanity and human suffering, and then one about dolphins being killed. <laughs> and the dolphin documentary won. The cove. Listen, let me tell you something. That better be one heck of a well put together documentary to outdo all the things about the human suffering and the humanity there, because. Call me stupid. I tend to put human life above animal life, and I know I'm strange for that. But but I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. Dolphins just beat out the monks in Burma that are getting killed by this military. And I, I was like, poor people. I, several things just a minute. I really enjoyed Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin. I oh, sure. Yeah, job. they did a great job. There was some funny bits, other things not so much. Um but, you know, now, like, when we made this as a topic, I was like, oh, we can talk about this and this and this. And I'm like, it's a week later, and I don't remember things. I do remember. <laughs> well, I, my favorite bit that Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin did was right at the very end when Steve Martin just really, like, heaped all these praises on Alec Baldwin. Yes. And Alec goes, thank you, Steve. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, it was a playback to the beginning. Because when oh, Alec, see, I missed, the, I missed the first few minutes. Alec introduced Steve, and he said, here is a talented musician, stand-up comedian, longtime actor. He listed off like seven or eight things. He said, Steve Martin, and everybody applauded, and, he, and Steve looks at him and goes, and here's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Martin is freaking hilarious, yeah, sir. He is. he is so funny. I, was trying to I, love his, I love his stint on The Muppet Show. I was trying to think of some other things that uh, the Ben Stiller thing coming out. Oh, dressed as a, a Navi. Yeah, from from Avatar. That was pretty yeah. good. He looked so freaky though. He did, which was even more weird because none of those people were actually in makeup like that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> they actually well, did and then I love his joke about I. I guess I could have just worn the worn the Spock ears, but then that would have made me look like a loser. And. <laughs> And I don't generally find Ben Stiller all that funny. I don't funny, either. So. Uh, not for some time, at least. Yeah. So I know yeah. I was. There were there were some great bits. There were some other things that were uh, lacking. I guess they they seem to get it like going really fast this year because uh, the first thing the first thing they did when they jumped into it, we were already at the best supporting actor. Yeah, yeah. I felt really bad for the one producer of one of the short films or something that came up with his friend that had just won an Oscar and he turns back around to go walk back out there and he'd already spoken and he said like one or two quick things and the producer got up in the mic and they cut the mic on him yeah. like in one sentence in. Yeah. I think they were threatening it like they had snipers on people. I don't know how they were getting people off so quickly. Yeah. But that you can well, see that, the red dot. The the conductor looked really mean this year. <laughs> it helps. He looks like <laughs> The conductor from the the California Raisins Christmas thing. Yes, yes. That looks kind of like a mad scientist. That always got mad at the one bell in the back. The one bell, yeah. Here's a guy. Oh, Here's a guy that made a very obscure claymation Christmas special. Record. Nobody knows what that is. I watch it every year. I'm spinning. Spin it. 
it, when you say that, it sounds like edit. <laughs> Anytime I go back and edit, I'm like, what was I supposed to take out? <laughs> Spin it. Spin it. Pivot. 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 I landed on one, sir. Number one is uh, personal ghost stories. Is it? Right. Is it? I guess it is. <laughs> or is it yard sales? No, no, we moved that one. Sorry. <clears throat> Edit. Yeah. Number one. You know number one. My work. <laughs> number number one is yard sales. Steve? Yard sales. Yeah. Derek, the reason I bring this up, and I've mentioned this on the po- on several of our other podcasts before, is this weekend in in Georgia, in the state of Georgia, was an event called Peaches to Beaches. Peaches to Beaches is a yard sale event that begins uh, in middle Georgia and runs about 200 miles down to the coast of Georgia to Brunswick along Highway 341 here in the state. And and our little town just happens to be on Highway 341. Uh, So I spent Friday uh, afternoon, morning and afternoon uh, with a friend. I was grilling burgers and sausage dogs to sell to people as they shop for used clothes and and other things. It's it's just a weird phenomenon. You've got people driving by on this four-lane highway like five miles an hour looking to see what just happens to be at this lot over here. And at one point, a woman rolls down the window. She's riding by, and she's asking everybody that's selling stuff, you got this? You got this? I think it was a stroller. She's like, do you, have a, do you guys have a stroller? You guys have a stroller? No. You guys have a stroller? You guys have a stroller? We hear all the way down the road. You guys have a stroller? It's what I imagine the zombie apocalypse to be like. Everybody just brings their stuff to the road and we barter. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen so many dollar clothes since ever. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. I, I don't, it's, it's funny, but it's sad at the same time because only in a state like Georgia, in a, in a county named after the Confederate president, uh, from the world war from the from the world war from the civil war where they abbreviate um, the name mind you do people get yes jeff oh jeff davis not jefferson davis but jeff um because he knew him personally that's uh, will we act like we do we've got a we've got a bust of him in the middle of town um well i wouldn't suggest going up and talking to him barney and andy no. might come arrest you how you doing jeff <laughs> jeff you see these baby strollers out of here Jeff, you got any strollers? Um, but it's just, How much I mean, it's. A, <laughs> oh, and then you've got people who just, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Like I saw there's someone that was like selling some baby clothes and they were nice baby clothes. Cause let's be honest, babies don't really dirty up their clothes or wear them out either. Yeah, and so well, they, dirty um, them. they don't wear them out, though. right? But they don't wear them out, and I mean, and you know, uh, so they had several onesies, and the guy tried to sell like a onesie for a dollar, and like the people just put it back down and walk away. He goes to fifty cent, and they're buying like ten of them at a time. It's it's ridiculous. There are, I mean, it, it's something I don't know in somebody's mind, but I I just know around here, and I assume it's like that in other places that. Um, you just, they just search the newspapers, and they're there at like 5 a.m. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, mean, I don't they, understand that's that. Just, that's what they do. That's their weekends. Yeah. They, that's what they do. They go to these things. 
And the house that I bought last year is in a subdivision, and apparently it's in the restrictive covenants that you have to help out with a yard sale, garage sale in this wow. neighborhood. I will not be participating. In I will that. be. I will be out of town that day. Well, my my college roommate and I, we were looking for a couch one time, and and we drove into this kind of nicer neighborhood in the in the college town where we were at. And these people had a really great couch for ten bucks, and I mean it was, it was a. Oh, well, they wanted twenty, but we gave them ten. They took it. They, they we took it off their hands <laughs> for just, ten. But you just chastised right. the people that did the exact. Well, same. my thing whether is whether it was a dollar to fifty cents, you just did the same. Well, thing. the thing is, the thing is, the people, the people you tell. <laughs> but I was in college, man. I was in freaking college. Look, I don't have. <laughs> Look, Give it a minute. <laughs> look, I don't have a problem bartering or haggling for price. That's not that's not my issue. My issue is is they're like, how much for these onesies? And you say a dollar, and they just put it down and walk away without even saying, well, would you go seventy five cent or would you go fifty cent? You know, um, it's just it's a phenomenon of the of the psyche. Because we talked to the guy, we're like, well, how about ten bucks? And he's like, yeah, we just need to get rid of it. You take it for ten. You it was were actually a great... the guy looking for the baby stroller, weren't you? Right. We were. You got a stroller? Got a stroller? I yeah. got a bust of Jeff Davis that's got a fitness thing so I can carry it around town. <laughs> How much for that statue? <laughs> Sir, that's not for sale. I'll give you $7. <laughs> oh, a hard bargain, huh? How about, we'll give you 10 No, sir, it's really not for sale. How about 14 All right, all right. You, he, he can't haggle. I didn't want to do this. Let me talk to my guy in the back. We'll see. <laughs> Sir, this isn't Pawn Stars. You... Why are you bargaining up? I, don't <laughs> I just never. We did one one time when I was like nine. Um, after my parents got divorced and we sold off a bunch of stuff, so I really don't remember. Right. Uh, I, and I've never really gone to them. Yeah. Sure. Um, I just know that there's there's some neighborhoods around town that will have neighborhood wide ones, right? Which, I mean, you want to have the better crap that day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just it's really just kind of embarrassing as a Georgian to know that everybody has put their junk out on the side of the streets throughout the entire state. But what would somebody think driving through there right now that had no idea what was oh, going on? Oh, there was on? this one dude who, he and his wife had been down to Florida, and they were just trying to take a scenic route back up instead of just exactly. all interstate. They pulled over and stopped, and he's talking to us. He's like, I tell you what, I came of a came a hell of a long way just to go to a yard sale. And so I kind of laughed. I'm like, well, this is all through the state, all at 341 here, you know. And he told us he's from Indiana and everything. He's like, are you? And he looked at me with this fear in his eyes. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, sir. They do this every year. He's like, I got to get back to the interstate. <laughs> Holy hell. Come on, Geraldine. Let's get back I to mean, the he was so freaked out when I told him that. He's like, oh, pick the wrong day to travel. Look, I would have been driving down the road for maybe three, four hours, had my iPod on, and come up on this and really thought there was a state of national emergency going on or something. I don't know what I would have thought. But I, I am, really thought, damn it, why didn't I have the radio going the whole time? I am legend in Georgia. <laughs> it was it was a direct-to-DVD sequel. That's right. Nobody really, nobody <laughs> saw it. Oh, let's do the last one. The last one, Derek. Uh, we're both geeks. And so we can't let these what? two... Th- you're right. What, what did you say? What did you say? So we can't let these two things go unspoken of. 
And that, of course, and that is... And that is the Eclipse trailer. Yes. Yes, and the Lady Gaga music video that came out today. Right. Or, as I like to call them, the Iron Man 2 trailer and the <laughs> Tron Legacy trailer. Can I just say this, putting this out there right now? Yes. Tron trailer, greater than symbol, Iron Man 2 trailer. Uh, agreed. Actually, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, I stayed, I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel a whole lot, but I stayed up to watch him after the Oscars. The Oscars. Mm-hmm. Don't really like the new Iron Man trailer that much. Really? The, I thought the first one was a lot more well done. Mm-hmm. This one kind of, it, it didn't really seem to flow that well for me. Yeah, I agree. Other than it, like the last like 15 seconds, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I agree. It, it has a weird feel to it where they're trying to kind of give you this, a little bit of the story, but you don't really get it all that much. Yeah, the only thing that really flowed was... I think when the machine started landing around them, like in that Japanese garden, yes. and they like and they hit the ground to the music to the beat, yes, all Which, the way till you that see song, like the, mar- the song that's playing in that trailer is called War Machine, and it's by ACDC, by the way. Yeah, so all the way up until uh, you see the Mark IV suit yes. at the end of the yes. thing. Yes. That was all fine, but like there were so many things. It just it went up and down, up yeah. and down. Yeah. It didn't just you know a trailer's supposed to start small and escalate mm-hmm. and keep going until it finally plateaus, and yeah. it just it, now. It don't get this, me wrong. I think that I think it's awesome. I really like I do it. Too. I just really enjoyed the first one better and enjoyed the Tron trailer way more than I did. Well, and and I think it's because we're getting we're finally getting a little bit of the story of this Tron Legacy thing too. Um, even more so than what we got in that Iron Man 2 trailer, the new Iron Man 2 trailer. In the Tron Legacy trailer, I mean, you're seeing Bruce Boxleitner, you're seeing you're seeing the old Flynn's Arcade, you, you're seeing more of... And see, how cool is that that Bruce was there? Because when I was at Comic-Con and they showed us all that footage, mm-hmm. you hear Bruce talking to, right. the, to Flynn's son, mm-hmm. but you never see him. Right, right. And like, I really didn't even think about it being him when you just hear the audio. And uh, I didn't realize, see, and my thing is, is because I didn't really talk to you about much of what you saw. Because, you know, all I really saw was some of the, like, kind of the trailer that became more of a teaser for it. Well, all you, you know? always saw at Comic-Con was the the light cycle race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which has now been used as the trailer. It was right. before, like, Alice in Wonderland and stuff. And then um, we saw <clears throat> the scene where... Flynn's son goes to the arcade. Okay, all right. And the first, it starts off with him pulling up the arcade on the motorcycle, and then there's a lot more of him inspecting the arcade, and then he moves the Tron machine, and then when he goes in behind the Tron machine, that's when it ends. Yeah. The what's? Yeah, okay, yeah, you did tell me that, but I didn't realize it was Flynn's son. I don't think it was ever... I don't know that you ever communicated to me that it was. His oh, son. I'm sorry. No, like they, you know, Bridges and everybody was at the panel, so mm-hmm. they explained the, a good bit of the plot of what was yeah. going on. Well, at least the fact that he had been missing for 20 years. Right, right. I knew that. Yeah, and that you know this is his son. They didn't really explain Olivia Wilde's character too much. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are talking about. I, I don't know that they've ever. You know, they're like, I don't know, if I've ever really watched Tron, or it's been so long since I've watched Tron. I gotta encourage you go pick up the DVD, Netflix it or something, and watch that movie. It's very 80s, and the effects are are pretty neat. The way they use like black and white, and then just the color on, on everyone else. And one of the things I've noticed about the Tron world or the the digital world on here is it's a lot more solid and real and defined than it was in the '80s. And I was thinking, do I like that or not? And I think I do because 
um, because of the way computer technology has come since then. Well, I, I think that's the reason why it's why it looks different. There's been so many upgrades to the actual computer, the world that is within, you know, that Tron right. is within. Right. And like the, the big, the big, tra- the big, uh, what are those two-legged things called? The trackers or the finders, the, the hunter the, killers? The, the devils. Yeah, the hunter killers. You're right. The devils. Um, they've got moving parts on them now, and it's just, but you've still got that outline on all the suits and everything of the different colors, and it's just, I am stoked to the gills for this movie. I'm so we got to go somewhere. You and I have to go somewhere. We got to go to IMAX somewhere. Yes, yes, definitely. in December. Because I mean, I know everything seems to be going to 3D these days. That whatever we talked about that whether or not it's going to be a gimmick or not. This is one I have to see in 3D, and sure. I've got to see it in IMAX. Yes. I don't really care about seeing Iron Man two in 3D. IMAX. No, I don't either. I don't either. Is it going to be in 3D IMAX? I believe so. Wow. You know, I know it's going to be in 3D. I don't know about IMAX. I may be wrong on that. Yeah. I tried to download that new Iron Man trailer through app through the iTunes, and and it just it kept coming up with an error. So I haven't I haven't really had a chance to watch it too too much yet. I just I think the first the teaser actually for Iron Man two gave a whole lot better. Oh my gosh, I love that teaser. You know when it starts out with him at Capitol Hill. Yes, yes, I love it. I think I it just, just did a I'm whole sorry, lot my, job. my favorite part of the teaser, and probably one of my favorite things that'll be from the movie, is when he says, "How about a kiss for luck?" And she kisses the helmet and throws it out, yeah. and he just runs and he kind of jumps, and as he boings up, he's like, "You complete me." me. <laughs> Dude, he was it. great on. Did you watch Jimmy Kimmel? No, I didn't. Robert see Jimmy da- Robert Downey was great on there. He, he, I mean, did he have on 3D glasses when he was presenting at the Oscars? He had on, like, blue tinted okay, glasses. I don't okay. think they were 3D. That's what I was going to say. My favorite bit that Alec and, and Steve did, Steve looks out in the audience and goes, Hey, Alec, is that uh, James Cameron? And they both reach into their jacket and pull out 3D glasses and, like, lean in nice. like they're peering at it. <laughs> <laughs> like they put on reading glasses. <laughs> Suffice it to say, though, that Tron trailer was a dude a treat. I could watch it again and again and again. I have been. I have been. It's on my phone. I just need it as a pick-me-up. And can I tell you what? I'm not a huge Daft Punk fan, but that that soundtrack is going to be rocking. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's going to be on the iPod nonstop, sir. Yes. I I love the, the music for the trailer. And they did the whole score, correct? I believe so. Yes. So. I, I just can't believe we have to wait till December. I know. What's funny is if you look at the D, like the DVD I have, I actually watched it last night. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it. I went to get it off the shelf, and my disc was broke, broken. My no. disc was broken, and I had to go buy a new version of it. Um, but you know, it says on the back, uh, "Music by Journey." It's like there's two songs in there, but <laughs> that's it. Is there two songs by Journey in there? Yeah, I think one's in the arcade and then one's in another scene. Cool. I have to go. It, it, to it's go been back and check a couple years since I've. It's been a couple years since I've seen it. I was yeah. I was happy to watch it again last night, especially after watching this trailer. So I need much. I need to watch it again. I, I just I've, just the the scene in Flynn's from the new trailer. Like this, where he's walking around like the yes, old abandoned arcade yes. is epic enough. Yep. Bear with us, people. We are geeking out just a little bit, but just I do love me some Tron. <laughs> well, you know, last year I went through 2009 just not really being excited about too much that was coming to the movies. Right. And it's right. just, it's so good to see things that are really getting me 
excited again for this year to be to be at the movies. So I think it's going to be a good year. I do too. I agree. I, I'm, I'm like you. Last year was a little uh, lackluster. Yep. I mean, there were some good things, and I know you weren't a huge fan of Star Trek. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was probably one of the best movies of the of the summer last year. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I just hate okay. to admit that too much. Oh well, I'm sorry. Because next thing you know, people are going to be calling me a Trekkie, and I'm not. I don't think you're just a Trekkie just because you like something Star Trek, though, are you? I don't even know what the Ponfar is. Vulcan. It's what is gets, the Ponfar? It's oh, that's like a Vulcan to, thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's when he has to mate. Um. So you do know that, right? <laughs> you just lied. <laughs> well, I'm just. You just lied to our listening. Shut audience. up! Shut up! <laughs> I don't even know what a pond far is. I totally do. Don't you talk? <laughs> don't you talk to me? Close us out, Derek. Oh, Academy Award winning Star Trek. You mean that movie? Yes, the Academy Award. Mm. <laughs> You close us out, Steve. <laughs> you can find us on uh, online at round3show.com. That's the number three. Also, uh, check us out on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash round3show. And we'd love to hear from you. You can email us if you've got topic suggestions or ideas at uh, round3show at gmail.com. That's round3show at gmail.com. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Those are all the number three. Yes. Today's episode of Round 3 has been brought to you by the number three and the, and letter, the letter s yes and you're steve yes thank you you're, you're Derek. this is what they tell me we'll see you wednesday see you guys so wrong oh right